Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Abraham, as the great patriarch, was setting the standard of what faith looks like and what degree of faith you and I should aspire to. So to Abraham was given a great faith to where he did not waver, where against hope he hoped in God, where he was fully convinced, even though he was surrounded by many details, many characteristics that made it seem as though the promises of God were going to fall flat. And yet Abraham was fully convinced. Abraham did not waver. But what our text is saying today in verse 22, when it says, that is why. And we have to be careful with those first three words. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. Well, if you're coming right off of verses 18 through 21, it's easy to read verse 22 and saying the reason why, the precise reason why Abraham's faith was effective, sufficient for for the righteousness of Christ to be accredited to his account is because he didn't waver. See, if you're not careful, if we just back up and we start with verse 18 and read it straight through verse 22, then it's really easy for us to come away with a conclusion that the reason why, the precise reason why Abraham's faith worked in terms of of being saving, the fact that that Abraham's faith was sufficient for God to impute to him the righteousness of Christ is because his faith was strong, because he did not waver, because he was fully convinced, because against hope he hoped. And if that's what we walk away with this morning, then we're all going to walk away damned. We'll all walk away condemned. We'll all walk away hopeless and discouraged and filled with fear wrought with anxiety. But that is not the message of verse 22 of our text. When it says, that is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness, the apostle is not pulling back just three verses, namely to verse 18, 19, 20, and 21, four verses, speaking to the degree of Abraham's faith, but he's pulling all the way back to the beginning of his argument, namely verse 16 and 17. Not the degree of Abraham's faith, but the nature of his faith. What kind of faith did he have? Christian faith. And what is the one necessary characteristic, the one determining factor that makes faith Christian faith? It is that you have Christ as the object of your faith. So what kind of faith saves? Christian faith. And what makes faith Christian faith? It believes in Christ. Did Abraham have great faith? Yes. Is great faith more pleasing to God than weak faith? Yes. Yes. Jesus himself, again and again, he chastises people for having little faith. And he commends people for having more faith because our faith makes a statement about the character and nature of God himself. Great faith says that God is not a liar. 
And that God is not a man that he should be mocked. That God is everything he says he is. Great faith makes a statement about God. It says that God is true. And not only that God is true, but that God is good. Adam and Eve, they doubted God. They doubted God. They didn't trust that God was good. They didn't trust that God was true. They thought that perhaps God in the garden was holding out on them, that he was depriving them of something that would actually be for their good. And see, great faith honors God because it says that God is true, it says that God is good, and it says that God is able. Great faith makes a statement about God. It makes a statement about his omnipotence, his power, that he is able to do that which he promises. But it also makes a statement not only about his power, his omnipotence, but also his character. It says that he is willing to do that which he promised, that he is good, that he's not deceiving that he's not cruel, that he's not holding out on us or attempting to, to trick us. And so, great faith honors God. Weak faith dishonors God. And so, the degree of your faith does, in fact, matter. But to say that it matters in the sight of God, to say that, that stronger faith honors God more, that weaker faith does not honor God as much, that is not to say that weak faith is not sufficient to save. So we have to understand the distinction there. Faith of a mustard seed, if placed in Christ, if, if possessing the proper object, is sufficient. And yet, bigger faith, stronger faith, greater faith is more honoring to God. So we should aspire to have great faith, to not waver in the midst of doubt, to hope against hope, to be fully convinced. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.